everybody. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. Gather round, children, and Papa Caffeinated is going to dispense the wisdom. Throw back your heads like baby birds, and I'm going to chew up the wisdom and spit it into your mouths like a mama bird. That's a gross analogy, but today's subject is a lot about justice and karma, which is technically two subjects, but karma could be justice. If justice was a little more, I don't know, if karma was more driven, it could be justice. Everybody always says, oh, karma's a bitch. What goes around comes around. Well, I got news for you. If what goes around came around even one out of ten times, I think we wouldn't need laws. Eh, maybe one out of five times. But either way, you wouldn't, get, you wouldn't try to get away with shit because you'd be afraid of getting caught by karma. But I mean, how many people do you know that are just truly evil? And I know a few people that are just dyed in the wool, straight up evil. And not a damn thing ever happens to them. Meanwhile, one of the more pious people I have ever had the privilege of knowing has had some true shit happen to him in this life. And by the same token, I have seen a few evil people just given this shit can of luck. And the best of us, you know, some really good people, I won't say us because I don't want to include myself in that group, but I've seen some really good people have great stuff happen to them. So it seems to be like a shotgun blast of luck, and it just kind of hits who it hits. Whereas justice, man, justice is justice. You either get it or you don't. And I don't mean like you understand it. I mean you either get justice or you don't get justice. It's like that guy that gets way too drunk in a bar and he's about 5'6", uh, weighs about 120 pounds and he gets a little too drunk and starts yelling at people and then he slaps the the wrong guy on the back of the head. And that guy happens to be a 6'6", six six ex, you know, football player. He's a Marine and, you know, and he beats the living crap out of him. Justice and Karma kind of got together on that one and had a little, you know, a little party there. And that's great. But a lot of the time, eh, the two act like they've never even met. I wish Justice would, you know, kind of... It's like when you see a couple where, like, one person in the couple is better at something, the other one sucks. But that really better person kind of lifts up the other one. And, they, you know, they, they share their strengths and their weaknesses. Well, I wish justice and karma were the same. You know, I wish justice would make karma be a little more consistent, and I wish karma would be, you know, give justice a little bit more of a, an oomph, a little, you know, show up uh, with a little more dazzlement. And then we'd all be happier. Right up until it just kind of spins against you the wrong way. But I think that one of the bigger things in life is just that feeling that it should be better than it is because that does bother people you know they scream about one thing that I saw recently was how can there be a God if this happened or how could God allow that to happen it's like you know what I think if you look clearly God didn't have a lot to do with that I think man did that take a good look at it any horrible situation that happens pretty much we're at fault for it you know, it's like if you if you don't go shopping and put food in the cupboard, then guess what? When it comes time for dinner and there's nothing to feed the kids, is that your fault or is that God's fault? 
Now I realize I'm going to get some evil hate mail about this because I, I dared to mention the Almighty here. I didn't say Allah, I said God. But you have a lot of folks that are wanting to hold anybody else accountable for the woes of life other than themselves. Even when shit goes against them, they, they'll try and justify it. In fact, they'll try and blame karma on occasion. Although not as often, because blaming karma would indicate that they had done something wrong. And the one thing I think we can all agree nobody likes to admit is that they did something wrong. So, I think in the end, when we look at everything that justice gets done and karma kind of gets done on occasion, we come to the conclusion that, well, I wish there was a little more organization to it. But that's what leads us to today's episode, The Vegas Way, on today's Caffeinated Humor. Just once, I would like to see a little medieval justice. And I'm not talking about drowning someone to figure out if they're a witch. Now, the logic behind that one is that if you drown, you're innocent, whereas if you float, you're a witch and they burn you at the stake. Either way, you're dead. But the kind of justice I'm really looking for, well, let's call it the Vegas way. A little bit of backstory here. I got a friend that lives in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world. And guess what? He's a gambler. He recently related to me a story of his first couple years in Vegas. He had been involved in a poker game with some tourists from South Africa in a private room. They played for several hours. He ended up winning. Like ungodly winning, like several thousand dollars. Now, one of the tourists ended up owing him $100 that he didn't have. No big deal. They agreed the guy would send it to him when he got home to South Africa. And they seemed like straight up enough guys that he didn't mind the, the owing. Now, a few weeks later, a package arrives from South Africa. It is the owed $100, all in South African pennies. So the guy laughed. He tossed a few in his pocket to show some friends and laugh about and put the box in his car. Later, as he was walking through the casino, he happened to have one of the South African pennies in his hand as he passed the dime slot machines, and he noticed that the South African penny Man, it looked like it was roughly the same size as a U.S. dime. So he made a mistake. On a whim, he put the dime in a slot machine and pulled the lever. And the damn thing worked. What he should have done at this moment was nothing. What he did was wrong. He went back out to the car, and he took several handfuls of the South African pennies, and he put them in his pockets. He went back into the casino and spent the next few hours playing the dime slots. And he won several hundred dollars. The next day, he was on his way to meet a friend for breakfast at the very same casino. He was a little early, so he decided to play some more of the dime slots with his pennies. Now, he said that he had just put the fifth penny in and pushed the button. Two men seemed to appear at either side of him. They said nothing just took him by the elbows and guided him very firmly and forcefully across the casino and into the back through a locked door. Now he realized he'd screwed up, was probably on his way to the security office, maybe arrested the whole nine yards. Crap. 
but the story gets better even if his part of it does not. They didn't take him to the security office. They took him out to the, the side door uh, into a loading dock area. And there was a van waiting. So they threw him in the back of the van and they drove off. And still, nobody said a word. And by this time, he said he was seriously about to just shit himself. He was certain they were going to kill him. They finally pulled up in front of a house that in, in a new development area of Vegas. Not a soul on the street because nobody lived there yet. And no workers because it was a Sunday. They took him into the backyard, still without saying a word. And they beat the living shit out of him. And then they walked off and drove away. And even though there were no words spoken, he still got the message. That nobody is above an ass whipping. And do not fuck with us. Now the first one, nobody is above an ass whipping, that's actually a quote from an old friend, Danny Romero. He asked me to mention him. It's his birthday and, you know, it's... It's my podcast, my rules. Now, the weird thing is, he got it. He never tried to use any of the pennies at that casino or any casino again. Not all deterrents in life are that clear cut. Can you imagine if the Vegas way was used in other areas of life? Barbaric? Yeah. Effective? Absolutely. You know, in the 80s or 90s, there was a kid who was living with his mom in Thailand. Mom worked at the embassy, and the kid was just this kind of spoiled kid. Uh, He went around and he vandalized several dozen cars with a few local boys. Now, when they got caught, the punishment for that is to be caned. And you get struck, I believe, 10 or 20 times with a six-foot-long rattan stick at full swing. Ouch. Now, our State Department got involved. People screamed about the Thailand beating a U.S. citizen. Even Geraldo had a special show where he had someone cane him through a big, thick foam pillow. And he got a slight welt on his ass. Now, even with all that screaming and and nonsense, in the end, the kid got caned. Now, in the first interview after it happened, he said that, A, he doesn't hold a grudge. He broke the law in another land, and he would have to be punished by that law. But he said emphatically that he would never vandalize a car again in Thailand or in the U.S. or anywhere else in the world. And that is the whole point. Thus ended the lesson. Time for some coffee. Close your mouth, baby bird. Hope you liked today's episode. I know I did. Do me a favor. If you liked it, even if you didn't, listen to more episodes. Put it on the background. Let it play like white noise. Just something to help you sleep at night. Anything. I need you to listen. Share it if you can. Support it if you can. Thank you. Have a great day.